You're listening to Wiretap with Jonathan Goldstein on CBC Radio 1 and Sirius Satellite Radio 137. Today's episode, Protect Yourself. Hello. Hey, John. Oh, hey, Josh. What's up? Oh, nothing. You know, just spending a, you know, just doing... What's uh, going on? I know whenever you have this tone, something horrible has befallen me. Look, John, I can't lie to you. No, I know that, especially if it's to protect me from unnecessary pain. Have you ever heard of the Internet? Fascinating place. It's really big, and lots of people use it. And what did you find about me on the internet? And as you know, I, I was I, I'm just you know I'm just hanging out here. I'm, I'm trying to deal with the shingles, and I I was just you know going on the interweb, and I, I was looking around, you know, puttering about. Uh, Josh, I don't have patience for this. What get to get to it? Have you heard of the Google? Because I was looking at the Google, and I thought, you know, what am I going to put in this little box? And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to put Jonathan Goldstein. And you've had interns, right? Fetch you your, your frappuccinos. And yeah, what are you getting at? You remember Karen? Lovely girl. Bright. Karen. I'm remembering sort of a sort of a shy, uh, a troubled young lady I'm remembering. No, not troubled at all. In fact, I remember her as being quite well-spoken and articulate. Yeah, no, I do remember her now. She's, I, I remember, actually, I was sort of mentoring her. She wanted a career in radio, and she, she made websites also. Huh. You know what? It's, it's funny you should mention it, because I... I I actually saw a website that she made recently. When was that? Oh, it was today. Today I saw a website that she made. And <clears throat> it turns out that uh, Karen has... Do you know what a log is? You mean a blog. Oh, blog. Right. Thanks. What, she's written about me on her blog? Is that weird? Someone, someone has a very high opinion of themselves. Oh, she's writing all about me. She's, uh, well, I, I'm not sure what you're implying. John, let's just say that the Internet is a dangerous place, and I don't think you should be visiting anytime soon because you're publicly humiliated on your former intern's blog. I, I, I you know, not to be too coy or Okay, anything. first, well, I mean, she has a right to, you know, write about whatever she wants. You're absolutely I mean, right, and you have a right to be publicly shamed by it. Look, I'm not going to succumb to curiosity, okay? I'm not interested. If she had, you know, she wrote things about me. She's not really writing about you. She's actually, you're writing about you. What's that supposed to mean? You're featured on her blog. What do you mean, my writing is? Not your writing, but uh, but your voice. What are you talking about? Clips. Deeply shameful private Okay, parts. Josh? Yes? No joking around? Mm-hmm. I want you to explain to me what you're talking about. You remember that Karen used to edit your recordings for your monologues. You do remember that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, apparently she's taken some uh, outtakes and has uh, posted them on her blog for all to hear. All your little asides and your little snide remarks. I mean, there's a lot of it. How much? Hours. Days. There's a lot. Okay, Josh, this doesn't sound like the Karen that I knew. This doesn't sound like the Karen that you knew. You didn't even remember her three minutes ago. I mean, she wasn't the type to do something like that. She this. was a shadow on the wall to you, eh? Now, well, I think she's become a little more corporeal, if you know what I mean. She's, she's B-slapping you, D-bag. <laughs> where, where, where's the website? Okay, you got a pen? Yeah. All right, so it's www.publiclyshamedandhumiliated.com. Uh-huh. Come on, stop it. What, Josh, what, what is the... Please, this, can you send me a link? Yes, I can send you I mean, what, what is this? What? Is, am I the bad guy? Don't tase the messenger, bruh. John, look, I, 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 it hurts me to hear you so destroyed in a public forum. It's just, you know, that's what friends do, man. They, they, they try to look out for uh-huh. one another. And I, I just, uh, it's, I, I mean, who, who knew? Who knew that, that moist wipes were so important to you? There's stuff in there about the moist wipes? 
quite, quite a bit, quite frankly. Can you, okay, Josh. In, in, you, in somewhat disturbing detail, I might All right, all right, you. listen, listen. Can you just please send me the link right now? I, I need to check this. All right, I'm going to send it over right now. Just don't hurt yourself, okay? All right, let's see what we have here. Hello, hello, Karen. Can you hear me? I can't hear. Is is my mic on in there? Oh, there we go. Okay, I got you in my headset now. <coughs> let's say, let's say you woke up one morning and decided you weren't going to go to work. Let's just say, let me try that again. Let's just say, let me try that again. Let's just say, let me try that again. Let's just say... Uh, hello? Mom? How did you get the number to the studio? What kind of a question is that to ask? It's fine, Mom. The rash went away two weeks ago. No, it never came back. Yeah, I'm sure. Because I checked. With a mirror. Yes, I was careful. Okay, all right, I'll talk to you later, okay? Yeah, okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, you too. Yeah, bye-bye. Let's just say... Let me try that again. Let's just say... Let me try that again. Let's just say... Hello? This is Jonathan Goldstein speaking. Hi, Jonathan. What's up? I just stumbled upon your um, your little blog... So, what'd you think? You, you, you put up very embarrassing, incriminating stuff, like yeah, outtakes from the... Yeah, that's thing. No, that's not my whole thing, is, I mean, it's, it's, it's I mean, what, what oh, you... Oh, blah, blah, blah. You love having yourself all over the airwaves and the internet and everything. I, I thought yeah, you really liked... That, that's my choice. I mean, what you did was you went behind my back. Oh, baloney. Big deal, Jonathan. It's from years ago, okay? I thought you'd think it was funny. Josh thought it was hysterical, by the way. What are you talking... Josh knew about this? Josh thought it was really funny. It's funny. That's a real betrayal of trust. You know, I'm very vulnerable when I'm in there recording. Okay. I'm in front of my computer. Are you in front of your computer? Yes. Okay. Let's go to the website. All right. Okay, so you're there? Mm-hmm. Fine. We'll do a little therapy session here, okay? I don't... I'm not looking for... I, I was expecting... You're always looking for therapy. Just play me something on this high site that you find non-comedic yet highly offensive. Here. All right. Um, did did someone lower my seat? Karen, were you sitting in it? No. It just feels sort of off. The the embouchure is sort of. Anyway, okay, let's move on. That's funny. No, it's not funny. It's personal. What the internet's all about. It's a new age. Facebook, MySpace. You know, get with it. I don't think it's up to you to be telling me to get with what I don't feel comfortable with getting. It's like your entire skin is not comfortable to you. So, all right, you know, anyway, look, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, I can click here. What's this thing? Here, I'm going to uh, disadvance. How much tape do you have on here anyway? Hours. Like, this is like minute 75. Would you do me a favor, actually? Could you dim the lights a bit more? Yeah, I think, you know, I think to kind of get a mellow vibe might be helpful. No, you know what? M more, more mellow. Yeah, more mellow. More... No, that's too mellow. 
Yeah, I can't see my script. Okay, that's better. Better, worse. For, okay, forget it. It doesn't matter. Jonathan, if you were like a true poet, okay, then I could understand this like need for perfect ambiance. But you're just whining into a mic. Like, who needs the right ambiance for whining? Just here, go to minute 83. Okay. Okay, just listen to that. However it is that one takes crack. Uh, <clears throat> let me try that. You know what? My, my throat is really, really dry. It's very dry in here. Mm. Mm. You prepared my chamomile? Yeah, no, okay, because first of all, I think you soaked it too long. And it's, and it's really, really tepid. No, that's not how I like it. No, that's not how I like it. I like it lukewarm. Two completely different things, and this is really upsetting my stomach. Anyway. Mm. Disgusting. Okay, um, here we go. You are going to take the crack, however it is that one takes crack. Spoon-feed it, suppository. The cup that it came in, the sort of tea bag. Was there a staple in the tea bag? Did I take the little paper thing off the string of the tea? Look, you know, like, I mean, so I was in a mood, you know what I mean? Like, for the most part, like, I didn't, I, I don't think I busted your chop so much, you know? Go to minute 103. Just go to minute 103 now. I'm not saying anything. Just go. Okay, hang on. My throat's dry. Mmm. You know what? I can't even do this right now. We'll, we'll just, we'll have to pick it up later. Like, honestly, Jonathan, the only thing that was more disgusting than watching you drink tea was, like, watching you eat your cereal, like, while we were taping. What, so, for energy? I mean, you put me through hell. I thought you had a good internship. I thought you got a lot out of it. Jonathan, you made me do things like pick up your dry cleaning but remove the twist ties from, you know, the bags of dry cleaning. And That is not true. I was like and this little kid, you know, in my 20s, trying to get into media, thinking it would be nice and educational. And it, well, I believe it was. It I, wasn't. You treated you, me like... No, you were my, ment my mentor, my mentee. My, I was mentoring you. No, you weren't. Man. You were a terrible mentor. What is it? You know, I took you under my wing. Your wing was corroded on the inside. What a terrible. What a thing to say about my wings. You know, I, I... Okay, Jonathan, like, all kidding aside, this actually, like, made me cry. And you did this all the time. Like, go, go to... It, it's like at the beginning, just where you're sitting down. It's like, whatever, a minute 15 or something like that. Go right around there. Okay. Can you pick up my dry cleaning later on? Can you pick up some sherbet on the way back? Yeah, but don't let it get all melty. Like like you do sometimes. Well, just hold it outside the car window. Oh, I another thing, actually, when, when I'm reading, if you could just sort of nod your head in agreement through the glass, I think that might actually help. Because when, when I'm reading, you look like you're not paying attention. That, that weird look on your face, like where your mouth gets all open. Yeah, like, exact, yeah, like what you're doing right now. Yeah, you, that look, yeah, don't do that. Okay, yeah, just close your mouth and nod your head. Close it, nod, that's right, good. Okay, here we go. You crave something to rid you of the albatross of responsibility. Did, um, who's using, were you, were you talking into the mic before I got in here? Because it, it, there's this, it has a strange, 
come, I want you to, you know what, come in here, I want you to smell it. Well, you know what, smell it later, because we'll finish this, but afterwards I want you to smell it and just tell me what you think, because it's driving me crazy. It's like a kind of mothball-y summer breeze, Lysol disinfectant spray, kind of, some, like it's like, a, but it, there's like a twist of, like some kind of like dish raggy, like, like, uh, like burning. Justin, listen to what you said. Mmm, this smells. Were you talking into I it? I didn't quite say that. Okay, but it was like, you know, you would make me clean it with Lysol and then complain that it smelled of Lysol. Well, I didn't want it to get too lysol Okay, Jonathan. Like, Look, I, just I was just calling to see if you would just, like, take it down. Okay, if you apologize, I'll take it down. If I, well, you know, I'm... I'm apologize for being a mean boss. I wasn't... Look, I, I'm sorry that I'm I'm sorry that you you know that I. All right, I'm I apologize. Please just take down this stuff. I mean, it's really embarrassing. Okay, I'll take it down. I'll take Thank it down. You. But hold up. Yeah. Can I keep the ringtone download? What ringtone? The Jonathan Goldstein ringtone. It's on like the first page. Like, just go back to the first with page. The, where the phone is. See the little ringing telephone that icon. Uh huh. Okay, click on that. Okay. You're going to love this. Anyway, Josh said people love it. Josh is using it. Josh has one of these. Yeah. He, I think he's had it for days now. Oh, really? He sent me a text. He loves it. Oh, people love it. Nice. He's... And they actually recognize that it's you. Oh, well, that yeah, that would yeah. be key, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay, take take the stuff off the... Have your fun. Just take the rest of the stuff off the website, okay? Okay, And, okay, and okay. really, you know, it's quite an impressive website, i got to tell you. Well, no, no. I'm totally, like, kind of doing this on the side. So it's like if you know anyone who kind of needs web work, like all kinds of stuff, just send them my way. It's really... Hey... Jonathan, I've got an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I could do a website for you. I'm really good. Yeah. Um, I think it could be amazing. And, you know, we've got water under the bridge now, cards on the table, everything's passed. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, you know, working together again, but I mean, in harmony this right. time. And, I, you know, if you eat a disgusting lunch, I can just kind of walk my nose to, like, the sound of your chewing. Mike St. Lawrence? Yes. You you are the head of the St. Lawrence UFO Abduction Insurance Company? Actually, it's the UFO Abduction Insurance Company. Okay. And could you could you explain what what it is exactly that you do? Well, we offer a $10 million UFO abduction insurance policy. Uh, medical coverage is our first coverage and this includes all outpatient psychiatric care. Uh, we think if you go through an experience like this, there's a readjustment period. We want to cover that. Mm-hmm. And, and now this is legitimate? You, you, you actually... You have to actually be taken aboard a UFO, and there's some terms and conditions we can get into, but we started this back in 1987 uh-huh. when a book that came out that pretty much popularized the UFO abduction phenomena mm-hmm. called Communion by uh, Whitley Strieber. It was the first time that I had become familiar with the UFO abduction phenomena, and so I went and I checked my homeowner's policy to find out if I was covered for a risk like that, and I found out that I, like many other Americans, were not. Uh-huh. So 
along with a strong group of Japanese investors, we, we formed the UFO Abduction Insurance Company. And we've been selling it all over the world since then. I should say that we sell this for a single lifetime premium of $19.95. And that covers, that covers you for always? It covers you for life, but you can only collect on it one time. Mm-hmm. And, and how, how many people do you service? Well, we're approaching 55,000 policyholders all over the world. Wow. And this, again, has been going on since 1987, so if you do the math, it's not that bad. And so you have, actu- you have real money behind this? Uh, we have enough money to finance what we're doing. And, and so far we've approved two claims in 20 years. Can, can, can you tell me a little bit about those claims? Well, um, ironically, both of them were from New York State. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was an individual that had been telling his friends for years that he had the UFO abduction experience. So what, what did he offer in the way of proof that, 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 um, that had convinced you? Well, what made him uh, separate and apart, he, he did send a claim form in, but uh, what really made him stand out is he had tangible evidence. And what was that evidence? It was some sort of implant. Uh, the head of our claims department, Mr. McClain, uh-huh. he had a, a physicist from, uh, I can't remember the name of the university, it was an Ivy League school, mm-hmm. but uh, he, had, he had tested the implant. And he said that the implant was not made of any earthly substance. And uh, usually on our claim form, the most important thing we require is a signature of an authorized on-board alien. Mm-hmm. It can't be somebody working in a galley making grilled cheese sandwiches or something like that. It's got to be somebody with the authority to sign the form. Mm-hmm. We waived that in his case because he had the tangible proof. How much money was he compensated for? Uh, in his particular case, he qualified for the $10 million. He was paid $10 million. Well, according to the terms and conditions of our policy, uh, we have a, a terms of payment uh, and that benefits are paid in equal installments of a dollar a year for 10 or 20 million years. <laughs> so it's not about money. Oh, I see. So thus far, how much, how much money has he been uh, awarded? Uh, I believe he's received about eighteen dollars so far. But now, in in in, um, was he able to take some comfort in this? I mean, despite you know the the smallness of the the actual uh, payment, you know, did he somehow feel like the experience had been validated? Well, you know, uh, a lot of people throw their hands up. They just feel like there's nothing they can do about this type of risk. Mm-hmm. And he was proactive. He took some steps to try to protect himself. And so uh, I think he felt much better about it. Thank you so much for your time, Mike. Well, I appreciate your interest in it. What was the big emergency that you had to come running down to the studio right away? First of all, I didn't run. I walked carefully. And the emergency is you were in danger, my friend. What are you talking about? Head injury. Head injury. See, your head, my friend, is like an egg. And not just an uncooked egg, but an egg that someone for Easter sucked all the gunk out of it and dried it with a little pinhole. You know, you're starting to act actually as though you've sustained some kind of head injury. Okay. You think this is normal behavior? You know, when you hold a a child to change his diapers, he squalls and kicks because he doesn't realize someone's doing him a favor by changing his dirty diapers. 
That's what I'm doing for you. I'm helping you. What's that in your bag, well, by that, the by? Let me take is, it, is that connected to this? I now present you with... What is that? Your helmet. And that is going to protect your precious brains. When I ride my bike, I always wear a helmet. I'm not talking about when you ride your bike. What about when you're off your bike? What about when you walk up those concrete steps when out I'm, front? When I'm walking. Imagine you trip. You, you didn't tie your shoelace that day. So you're suggesting that I don't that I'm I'm not even capable of of walking down the street without tripping and breaking my head open. Correct and correct, my friend. You think it's stupid to wear a helmet when you walk down the sidewalk? That's all that I've been trying to say, actually. Yeah, well, you know what? Twenty years ago, nobody had seatbelts in their cars. Twenty years ago, people used to shoot guns at their own heads. Nowadays, they know better. Now I'm offering you an invitation to be at the leading edge of people wearing helmets on the sidewalk. Are you declining that invitation? I, I don't see you wearing a helmet. I don't need a helmet. I know where I'm going. I'm talking about you. Mm-hmm. Question. Number one cause of death in the jungle. Lions? Lions. What do you think the answer is that's not lions? Tigers? Yeah, there's something wrong with you. It's neither lions nor tigers. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Giraffes? I'm not, I don't know. Yes, it's giraffes. A lot of giraffes kill people. All right, so what's your point? The point is the number one cause of death in the jungle is head injuries. Falling limbs... Branches. So you're suggesting that I wear a helmet at all times? Not suggesting, mandating. You remember all those years I spent telling you you got to come out of your shell? Mm-hmm. Well, I now regret it, and I'm trying to send you back into your shell. You know, like a tortoise, when they sense danger, you just hunch up your shoulders and your neck goes right into the helmet along with your head. Let me try to figure out here how your mind works. Is it like you wake up in the morning and you decide how you're going to screw with me today, or is it like you were cleaning up your garage and you found this old stupid helmet? No, and then no, no. What, 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 what motivates you? I'll tell What's you, the engine behind this? Concern for your brain. No, it's not. Listen, Johnny, you're my franchise, and I need to keep you alive. You understand? I'm not ready to let you go yet, so I got you a helmet. Actually, looking at it, this isn't even a helmet. It's, it, it's one of those things from the beauty parlor, the dry hair. Oh, now the angry Johnny comes out. I see. I'm not, I mean... It, Ungrateful, angry Johnny. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let's say someone, you go to a tennis match. Someone hits you over the head with a tennis racket. No, and I don't go to tennis matches. I, okay, well, I'm, it's good that you haven't been to tennis matches because they're very dangerous and you're likely to get smashed over the head with a tennis racket if you did go to one. Say you go there and you, you this helmet that you're so ungrateful that you make fun of that you refer I'm to not, yeah. as something that I just went to a beauty salon that they were demolishing and I hacksawed it off one of those. You did? I thought you did. Sha, you're going to be better off with your stupid head or with this helmet on? You tell me. I put a lot of effort into this. I don't know why you're putting this down saying it's well, a Well, first helmet. of all, like just trying to you know, lift it up, it's, 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 it's practically giving me a hernia. Well, it's, it's because I put in some extra features you. have. For, you. Yeah, for instance, what's the siren on top? It's a siren, and it's got a little light that rotates. And why do I need that? Well, you'll need it when the emergency services worker are trying to pull you from a burning wreck. They can locate you in a dark night. Actually, one little technical glitch is that it, um, I couldn't figure out how to convert it to a car battery, so... I was supposed to carry around a car battery? No, no, not a car battery. Don't be ridiculous. Oh. It plugs into the wall outlet. That's why I brought this extension cord. What, what so what are you saying, that I would have to make sure that I'm not a few a, feet away from an electrical feet. outlet? This extension cord is 12 feet long. Uh-huh. Also, MP3 player attachment. I already have an iPod. Uh, no, you don't anymore. What, what is that? What's that supposed <laughs> to mean? <laughs> You'll figure it out. You see this over here? Mm-hmm. That can be used as a bottle opener. Watch it. It's a little sharp. It's facing inside so that it would actually be scraping against my temple. Well, I was going to put some duct tape over it to make it duller, and then I realized you could also use it as an old-fashioned kind of can opener. You know, like in World War II where they stab it right through the can? In World War II where they stuck, like, cans of soup inside their helmets? Well, that brings me to feature number seven. Oh, yeah. Say you're out in the woods. Mm-hmm. You're hungry for some soup. Take off your helmet, turn it upside down. Bingo. Soup cauldron. 
And then what happens to the MP3 player and the siren? The point is you'll have some delicious soup, seasoned with all that oil in your hair. What What are these metal poles that... Well, that that's a bonus feature I'm working on. It's not totally worked out yet. Mm-hmm. It's going to have a steel rod and then a hook that attaches down right below the base of your spine. But it's going to help you on two fronts. One, you're not going to have your slouchy posture that you walk around signaling to the world that you're nobody. And two, yeah. it's going to keep the helmet from blowing off in the event of a strong vacuum or wind. Here, why don't you try it on right now and stop talking so much? I... I I don't. I don't want to Hold put still. that. Up. I don't, you're messing my hair. Hold still. So. Gregor, get really ah, seriously. You, you have kind of a big head. It won't fit. Ow! Hold still for one second. Let me just lean on this a little it's, bit of downward it pressure. It doesn't fit. Okay, Mr. Ungrateful. You know what? I'm going to keep my helmet. How about that? You happy now? I, y- well, yeah, I guess so. Okay. Well, when someone starts throwing rocks at the back of your head, or even the front of it, when you come out of work today. Don't you come crawling across the parking lot to me, begging for me to stop. You're not going to start throwing stones at my head I in the parking lot. I didn't say it would necessarily well, be me. Who's gonna, no one's ever done Could that. Could be anyone. You better not throw stones I'm at me. I'm not saying I'm going to throw rocks at your head, but I'm not saying that there's not a pile of rocks that I hid behind the sign up front that I may or may not throw at your head today. And see these? You know what they are? No. They're floaties. You wear them on your arms. I'm not wearing little duck floaties on my arms. When you're drowning, you'll be wishing you had these floaties. On Wiretap today, you heard Joshua Carpati, Murray Silkoff, Gregor Ehrlich, and Mike St. Lawrence of the UFO Abduction Insurance Company. For more information about individual and group policies, visit www.ufo2001.com. Wiretap is produced by Jonathan Goldstein, with Mira Bertwintonic and Carolyn Warren. Tune into Wiretap Sunday at 1, 4 Pacific Time, and Wednesday evenings at 11.30 p.m. Reach us through our website at cbc.ca slash wiretap. The way of the world. That's the way the world works. We just have to accept that as, as people, as citizens. I don't think that's well borne out. Can I be frank with you, Beans? <laughs> you, you, see, you, see, you see, you enjoyed that, right? Mm. Can I be? Mm. Uh, hold on one second. I just got to get that. Mm. You know? oh, hey, John. Calm, calm down. Yeah, I know, I know. Calm, take some breaths. Remember your yoga. Calm blue ocean.